This week, we're talking about Treasure, Nicki Minaj, Steph Curry, and twerking, but not the kind that I love so much on this week's World Star Weekly. Parental discretion is advised. World Star! World, you know that that rings in my ear. Anytime something happens, I'm like, World Star! We just and it's horrible. Arms out. It's horrible. There it is, there it is. Yeah, we just we need we need you to do a cover of the song. What do you say? Is that what it is? Yeah. Why me? Because it's ringing because through your I'm head. Black. You're I get it, it Mike. Uh, yeah, I get yeah, it, Mike. You're right. You got me. That's what it is. There's nothing else. There's no. Why me? It does ring in my ears. And anytime something happens, I always think it's a world star moment. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting I'm for you to catch something and then just th- have us throw it on the show. I've know? been on World Star a couple times. Really? There are a couple. We'll have to research this. We're That's a goal, man. I'm never talking about it again. I'm gonna have to put that on my bucket list. Right, getting on World Star, but it has. It'll have to be good. No, it'll never be a good thing. So be careful of that. <laughs> when, when it you will ruin it, you. It will ruin you. Okay. Why do you okay. think he's in the bathroom? That's a that's a great point. <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to World Star Weekly. I'm your host, Michael Patterson. I've got a great panel of hosts next to me, starting off all the way on the end. What's up, guys? It's Abigail Frere. And, of course, Tehran is in the building, meaning everything's all good. <laughs> Yeah, we got a really, really interesting energy today, but but I, but I like it. Yeah, it's, it's the energy. Of, listen, it's the energy of the weekend, and we're going to be talking about a lot of Halloween stuff. Yeah, later in the episode. So I feel that Halloween pressure all week long. Like my my night hasn't ended since Thursday night. Like I'm I'm finally catching up to life and right in the studio. Yeah, man, are you you good? <laughs> you good? <laughs> there we go. Good, well, good. well, like Teron mentioned, we're going to be talking about uh, Treasure, Nicki Minaj, Steph Curry's pronouncing names wrong. We got another crazy rapper this week. It's all over the place. But this clip starting off right now. You know, when you think of entertainment, the top entertainment, you think of Dr. Phil, right? Yeah. No. Sure. Yeah. No. Sure. Dr. Phil, <laughs> yeah, right sure. here. Mike's like, yes. We got some quality entertainment on some quality television right here by a girl named Treasure. I've never heard of her before. Well, this clip went viral. But that's not true. So this is Treasure. Loud, rude, obnoxious, and just all together fat and ugly. Speaking on African Americans. My 16-year-old daughter has a very out-of-control identity crisis. She truly believes she's white. When Treasure was five years old, I've noticed Treasure was having issues with her race. She wouldn't play with the black children. Treasure would mangle or destroy her black dolls. She would cut their heads off, pull off their arms. She would pretend that they were the white doll slaves. That That's scary no matter what, but it's even scarier when you find out Treasure's actually black herself. I was a single mom trying to support a family. We couldn't afford to stay in our beautiful home. We moved from a mostly white, affluent neighborhood to the city, which was mostly African American. From the suburbs to the hood. So I was not anything like other black people. What? They were all hood rats and they were all ghetto. They all act like monkeys. Her that's that's all we need to see. Yeah. That's all you need to really see of that clip. And it, it, it went super viral. If you didn't hear about Treasure over the weekend, Treasure's self-hate was something that was definitely very pronounced online. Black Twitter went crazy with this one. Of course, because Treasure is a black girl who is on Dr. Phil expressing how she hates black people so much. She calls them gorillas. She's just she's actually more racist than a lot of people we think are of as racist. Yeah, we didn't get to see it in this uh, the rest of this clip, but in the end she 
calls the KKK and is like getting voicemails from them. It's it's really surreal. I really don't. I can't even describe what's going on. Is it like is it like racial dysmorphia? Is it reminds me of the. Chappelle clip of the blind racist who oh, yes. takes off the yes. and whose head explode whose people people's heads explode when they find out he's black because she self admittedly treasure thinks of herself as as white but this isn't just being white does it's she not- think that her actual like does she think her skin is white like is it like what does she see on the show she speaks on hating her. Skin, skin tone and trying to be whiter and she describes black people as rude obnoxious and loud is this real this th- that's the that's the whole take because was was a, a bad baby was that real i believe I think so now no oh, one yeah. she is well, as a person i feel like but i feel kind like it real. kind of was set up and then she fell into that role. I mean, she was a, a crazy girl anyway, but like, you know what I'm saying? I want to know like, how much of this is yeah, real. And if this isn't real, that's so messed up that, that people are writing shit like this to put on TV. Yeah, see, because I can agree with you there. I'll, I'll admit, I, I watch a lot of this trashy television, like this and Jerry Springer and Maury. I don't know why. I love I love those shows. <laughs> but it's somewhat... Honestly, Mike, just to be fair, I could see a lot of people you might know being on those shows. Oh, no, I feel no, like when you look no, at the no, show, no, no. tell me, if you didn't know Mike as a person, Mike doesn't look like a person who would have been on Jerry Springer. He, he would not have been on it. I feel like he would have. No, no dude, Jerry, Jerry He would have been the like, bodyguard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. But I don't feel All like right. you being a, you wouldn't be like a character. I could see him being it. a character on the show. I would say, okay, as, someone, as someone who's watched a lot of these shows, <laughs> I can say that a lot of the times I think there are fake stories. Scripted, yeah. And I would say Bad Baby was probably played up as well. But she, like you said, she fell into this role. I think it's the same thing with uh, Treasure. With That's treasure. I'm just confused because, like, you know how on casting um, websites and stuff, you'll see, like, oh, we're casting for a couple for this for a show. Like, or do you have, like, marriage or marital problems? And so it's like you pick a little bit of truth and then you write that out to be yeah. something bigger. Yeah, because um, can, it doesn't matter what the truth would be here. It's really completely messed up. But, like, I just don't understand if it's real or not. Like, is Dr. Phil real? pay enough <laughs> for He's not a real doctor. To be this. But it could turn into something. Like, it's it, it's given her such a platform. And yet, it's given her such backlash. A negative one. So, unlike bad, with bad, bad Baby. Bad Baby was a negative platform, too, though. And she turned it, it into a multi-million we, dollar. We made yeah. her into a star. But with Treasure, people are ostracizing her. She's getting death threats. She it, what what is the platform that she w- she wishes to get money from no, I'm not white supremacist that, groups no, in performing? No, for them? but I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like I don't know here. It just is a little. It's it's odd that this would be fully. Yeah, I don't even really know what to say. It seems it seems like she kind of not as reading a script, but she definitely hits words that are you know buzz wor- words, buzzwords. Right, yeah, right. buzzwords that are going to piss people off. With that being said, though. She isn't a good person. <laughs> deep deep down, she seems like even if she is playing it up, yeah. there is some sort of hate there, and I think it's a se- it's a self hate. You know, like like I mentioned, body dysmorphia. You know, you you look in the mirror and you see something that's not, not really there. there. I I think that's what she's seeing. I don't know why she's that way. I'm sure there's something that happened in her childhood that makes her feel this way. It's just unfortunate that 
that is happening to her and then it's being paraded around on TV. Especially with her ripping off dolls' heads, that's no longer <laughs> self-hate. That's scary. Yeah. Serial like, killer. Like, what are you going to do to somebody yeah. else, right? Or your mom or your siblings or... Especially coming off the weekend that we had with the hate crimes oh, that yeah. went on oh, in America God, yeah. that were just disturbing and grotesque and despicable actions of hate. This kind of talk and rhetoric is something that we should be aware of. And with Treasure, as people are hating her... I pity her mm-hmm. and hope that somehow, some way, with a real doctor, right. there's a there's a form of rehabilitation and fixing her and her mental. What did Doctor Fell say? I mean, how did it end? Uh, Mike watches these shows. So Mike, I only saw Mike, will you help me? Do you know like what? Oh no! Just... I, I mean, the, that clip is only about four minutes long. I feel like it, I need to research this because so you mentioned it blew up. I this is before I saw this clip before the show. I had never heard of her. I didn't either, but I saw a bunch of memes um, on Instagram this weekend with her face, and I didn't. I was just like, oh, it must be some girl. Like, honestly, honestly though, how that these shows always kind of end. It's it's oh hey look at this person. Hey, let's try to resolve this, and then it just doesn't resolve. And then I'll be like, hey, maybe we'll see you in two weeks for right. the, the check-in. You know, it's nothing ever happens on that show. It's just parading people around that for have issues. Purposes, right? Yeah, I will say that what we shouldn't do as a society is give platforms to people who are in anguish because it only encourages other people mm-hmm. to, to do it and to this. fake it. Even if like this girl might really believe that, but somebody else may not and just wants to get notoriety and then you just I don't know it's, it's for the up. Instagram fame we've all yeah. we've all been in a situation about where that we've rapper taken a in Canada? Picture. did you hear about the Canadian rapper no. that was filming um, like a music video for his IGTV he like and he was on a plane like on the wing of the plane as the plane's moving and he fell off and died oh no I mean that's very I sad. Can't, it's I can't sad. Say no, but that's what I'm saying. Like people are doing things for views. How, but my question, my take... bigger question is, how did he even get to the playing field? I can't even go through the gate without being. Well, it was a private plane. Like you know what I mean? It was oh, like a little okay. plane. It wasn't like you know United like Airlines, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, at a private plane at a small airport, and the guy has like seven thousand followers or something. Like it well, wasn't, that's the case. A lot like of people sad. are doing it for the gram, right. and and you're dead. They're doing it for for the followers, fame, and it's horrible. It's a horrible movement and there's so much hate in the world right now why not give a platform to love a platform like black hollywood live black hollywood live doesn't promote hate oh that's true because bhl fans black hollywood live is the first urban digital broadcast network in existence since its inception bhl has prided itself on creating outstanding content in all areas from news music and politics to lifestyle and entertainment we're not only given a choice, uh, but a voice to the often underserved black and Latino community. We've also provided new hosts with the dopest platform to exercise their talents. And that's not all. BHL has done the same for many of Hollywood's A-list, including Oprah Winfrey, whom has made multiple BHL appearances and has given us several shout-outs. Now, the Black Hollywood Live Network needs your help. How can you do that? By subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's how. Subscribing to our YouTube channel will also help you find new shows we're sure you'll love. And if you're worried about annoying notifications, don't be. They are optional. So hit the subscribe button now. It's easy and helps us continue our work. Let us know how you did in the comments and we'll show you love on air. Thanks for being supportive fans to BHL, helping us take the network to the next level and continue to redefine Hollywood. Yeah, thanks everyone for the support. You guys are the dopest fans. 
dopest fans. Please don't ever say that. Please don't see what I see what I did there. Did you see how he would be on Jerry Springer? Dopest fans. Please don't do that. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. I appreciated it. Moving on now. I'm here for Michael today. I think his energy is way better than yours. I'm gonna need everyone to be a little more culturally sensitive. Thank you. Let's move on to Nikki. Moving on now, Nikki Minaj. Another another one of these clips. I'll just I'll just say that. Let's let's take a look. That was a a great intro, to be honest, for this particular clip. So we see Nicki Minaj, and she's doing a a self-video. She's rapping to her song, but what stands out here is her breasts and her breast size, and she's kind of caressing herself in a way. She's clothed. But she's like rubbing her blue colored hair, but then rubbing her breasts. She's literally giving herself a mammogram. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I don't think there was that much pressure um, that it would be a mammogram. But it yeah. wasn't. She, she's definitely she, teasing you. She's the concept is she's showing off her body yeah. and her breasts. And a lot of talk online was how she is feeling the pressure from Cardi B, and that's what she's trying to do when she's pushing for this. So, <laughs> I just find these videos to be so hilarious. No, it's just it's just it's just funny. She's just standing there rubbing her tits. Rubbing her tits. Like if you actually break it down to what's really going on, it, it is hilarious. <laughs> like you're so into yourself that you're rapping your own music while sure. playing with your nipples. Hey, but good good for her on though. Instagram. If I had her body and her songs, maybe I would do the same thing. I don't the, know. the concept we're we're really toying with is is she only doing this also for the gram? It has yes. Nicki Minaj, who's a legend and icon, a, a rap dynamo turned into just another basic bitch in this case. And that's what the discussion is. Did you feel basic bitchness? Very Abigail? much so. Mike? Yeah, I, there's nothing because that's that's even what I was gonna mention. Like, is this supposed to be attractive? Like, what's the purpose here? Because there's it's it's boring. Like, she's not even doing anything. You know what I mean? It's it it is basic because if she's trying to outdo Cardi B, I feel like you're gonna need to be way it's more almost, out there than she is. Yeah, and it's almost like there's no production value in this, and that's what I think I'm looking at when you have someone of her standard and her, um, caliber. And her caliber and her celebrity, like. When you're posting things, it, it, let's let's do something. Let's do something that's going to look good and be celebrity, a star quality. Well, this is something that you see. And I don't even know if I call it basic bitch because I feel like basic bitch is um, technically like basic, boring. Like that's not basic. Her breasts aren't basic. Like the oh, wig's okay. not basic. Like I don't think she's doing – like technically it's like, you know, pumpkin spice latte is sure. like basic bitch or whatever. This I think is just like kind of trashy. And like slutty. I don't basic. think it's slutty or trashy. Actually, it, it, personally, no. I just think it's it's just beneath who we think of as Nicki Minaj, who she should be at least. Yeah. And the concept is there was nothing specifically boring if you had a sex drive, Mike. But when you're <laughs> watching it, it's just something just, that yeah. you would expect an would, Instagram girl to do and not their, Nicki Minaj to do. Yeah. That has their money app on there. Exactly. Thing. And and it's it's also yeah. when it comes to production and things like that, I'm I will always defend the personal touch that people give the difference is when cardi b does it she's speaking on a subject whether you agree with what she's saying or not she's giving you a viable slice of her personality with Nicki minaj we simply only saw what was given as an insincere form of flattery self-flattery or sexuality which we did not fully believe and that's why it's coming off as Nicki. you are 
one of the baddest B words in the world. You should act like it. Don't let Cardi B, her success, be something that motivates you Mm -hmm. or inspires you or, in this case, uninspires us as an audience. (laughs) And I think they're two very different kinds of celebrities. Like, Nikki, I think, is a more traditional celebrity where, like, a, a Beyonce, where you don't see Beyonce, like, sharing her, you know, she's not talking on her Instagram live or whatever. And you see that with Cardi because Cardi is a reality star turned celebrity. But that's what a lot of our celebrities are, that personal touch. And that's why Cardi B is clearly the more popular But she started there and then became a celebrity. Nikki started as a celebrity. Do you know? I think Nikki just feels corporate now. She almost almost seems corporate like she has to be safe. Like, I I think what's interesting about Cardi B is that it almost seems like she's just doing all of this because that's actually how she feels, you know, and that's 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 what she likes to do. And and I feel almost like in recent months, even Nicki Minaj has kind of toned down almost the the Nicki Minaj that we used to know. It's it's it feels corporate. Honestly. She, also can't, also, she can't back a lot of the things she wants to say up with sales either. She's also she's said a lot of stuff and <laughs> and the concept of it is I think people forget the age discrepancy between yeah. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Cardi B is only like twenty four. Yeah, mm-hmm. the maturity level is different. And Cardi B actually is in the club. She's out. I've seen her all this week, and she really enjoys that life. And so, we're all all we're saying is, if this is the real Nikki, then we appreciate it, but we don't feel like it is, and that's why. As far as the reality touch, I feel like a lot of celebrities are now. There's a whole combination where reality star, celebrity, and talent all have to combine. I agree People with that. People are touching their but audience she didn't fans. Start there, so and I don't Beyonce, think that's natural. But with even with Beyonce, as we see now, she's growing into that Rihanna role of. Even the way she interacts, the song she puts out, mm-hmm. everything is so much more personal than it ever was because they saw such a success in in Rihanna that they had to duplicate something in that in that path for Beyonce with Cardi with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, where we always pit our female artists against each other. It's so horrible. It's so silly. It's silly, and unfortunately, it's a situation where I feel like there's so so it's such a limit on the female artists that are allowed, quote unquote, to get into the space that they sh- they should all work together to build up so that there's so many that we can allow for for fighting. Yeah, where it's just so many. Where now it's also we don't care mm-hmm. because it's just that we have two artists at any time. There's the old, and then there's the new, and it, we. Yeah, because it was the same way with Nikki and uh, and Young Kim when she first started. Yeah. Uh, moving on now, something a little bit a little bit more interesting, I guess. Uh, Steph Steph Curry was giving an interview. I'm not really sure on what network right here, but uh, they've got a he's got a teammate with a tough to pronounce last name, and he kind of messes it up in this video. You know what? What Frank uh, Nicolena Nicolena is that how you pronounce it? Uh, where he how he played tonight is obviously showed a lot of promise. He definitely said Nigalina. Now, yeah. clearly, that's not his last name. His last name is Nilikina. It's like Natilikina. Natilikina. There we go. Natilikina. He's on his team. And so I think Steph. I'm living for this right now. People think. LeBron would never mispronounce his But I think he did it on purpose. I think it was an inside joke in the team. And Steph is a superstar. He had 51 points and three quarters against top five Wizards point guards John Wall which is crazy he played it like a like it was nothing and then he's just just rolling over teams so he's having fun he's being funny but calling his teammate Nigalina is that bad or good are we okay with that or not 
I, I think he's allowed to say what he wants. Yeah. You know? yeah. Good answer, Abigail. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Yeah. What, what did he call his teammate? Mike? <laughs> Don't See, I can't. I can't do that, man. Well, I'm not gonna fall for that. Let's not play these games today. I'm just not falling that track. Moving along. Moving along. Yeah, Steph was having fun. This this next video we're gonna this next video we're gonna look at uh, features an I guess an overprotective father. I guess you could say he discovers his daughter's twerk video. So on here Instagram. we are looking at a. There's no sound, so we are looking at a video of a teenage daughter. Is she a teenage? Do we know how old she is? She's teenage. She's yeah high school and under so she's twerking on the video and then afterwards we see a cut to so the father's looking at it on his phone and then we see a cut to the father whooping the daughter now it's not playing now we can check it on world star and we see the father whooping the daughter oh here we go so here's the daughter poolside twerking and then this is what we see with the with the cord the the father basically whooping his daughter's back. Do we think this is staged? I do not think oh, this is no. staged. Uh, and uh, and as he's whooping her and she runs out, that that was a real run. Okay, that was a real run, and that was what I felt a, a father's love and anger colliding into one. Right. I mean, that's aggressive. That's I don't think that's the way to handle the situation. I think you handle the situation with, hey, you're under 18, and there are perverts out there that like children. I understand. And, and then giving them time out and then telling them to go to the room. Not giving them time out. And making them count no, to 10. No, but then but making them understand, like, what's at risk. Like, I don't think necessarily. I mean, I, I was hit as a kid. We, we went over this. Be- Actually, it was before you got here because you were late. But, <laughs> um, but I just don't think that that is going to help. Yeah, it doesn't. That's te- going to create some teach. trauma. How come when I'm late, everyone's mad, but when you're late, everyone's happy? Um, because I'm usually. I meant. I meant with that. I apologize. You, you took that ways. too far. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. Do you okay? So we saw the whooping, which was. Yeah. What would you do if your daughter was twerking? I mean, this is this is a tough situation because I feel. Right now, we're almost kind of promoting that kind of behavior. It's one in, thing to do it. It's another thing to put it on on a platform where everyone can see it. Yeah, but at the same time, we're talking about promoting people like Nicki, Min- Nicki Minaj and Cardi right. B who are doing that live on stage. Those are icons that girls look up to. But they're also over 18, and I think that that's the thing you need to have the conversation at. It's, sure, there hey, needs to be a conversation. Hey, you're you're actually a minor. Yeah. And but that's see, what's scary. It, There's a, have you seen... Some of the 16-year-olds that are walking around. Oh, yeah. Bad Baby's like 14, isn't she? 15. 15. 15. Like, those are people that are going to be picked up by, like, 20 to 30-year-old men and not know that they're a 16-year-old. So, yeah. while a well, lot of... even if they do know they're 16-year-olds, They're not going to care. But what, I'm, I'm not going to go that yeah. route. I'm going to try and go the more innocent route of, like, if you have a girl who is trying to act like she's above the age of 18, like, she needs to understand that there's things that are going to happen... That are above the, that age, above of 18. the age of 18. Yeah, you can't yeah. be shaking your ass like that as a 15-year-old and put it online and think that... So we're against the twerking. I'm for twerking in a safe space if you're under the age of 18. So in the bathroom before you go in the shower. Or like with your friends, like when you have a sleepover, you all practice the twerking videos. Like you put it on your you know, your TV and you have fun that way. But like I don't think it needs to be put online for other people to see. Yeah, I've never really understood why people do this, do that in the first place. I mean, it, I always see it as kind of if that's how you want to express yourself, that's how you want to express yourself. If you want to go out and treat yourself like 
and just expose yourself. That that's what that's what you want to do. You know, I mean, we looked at the what was her name, Red Rose, Ruby Rose. You know, that's what she wants to do. That's self-expressive. If she is under the age of eighteen, which I think we're understanding it is, right. then yeah, that shouldn't that shouldn't be done. And she may not know the consequences of that. Right. With that right. being with that being said, there needs there's a mature way to handle that and and educating her. Beating her with a belt doesn't educate anybody. It just creates a psychological thing in your brain that goes, if I do this, I'm going to get hit. It doesn't teach you why it's bad. I think it also would start some idea as as a female of, okay, well, me, I mean, who knows how old she is, but me expressing my sexuality now is actually linked to being beat when in reality you can express your sexuality, but if you're under the age of 18, you need to be doing it in a safe space, which is not Instagram. What's your take on this, Daron? Honestly, you guys both made compelling arguments. I just feel like in a in I feel in a minority household, right. Beatings are way more common mm-hmm. and we accept it whether that's a good thing or or not a good thing as yet remain to be seen. I do know that I do appreciate the take on that's a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a real conversation especially if that works. Now if it continues, I don't know. And I don't know about the expression of self mm-hmm. in that manner because we also have to understand responsibility and sexual responsibility. Now, the, the problem is when we only do sexual responsibility for girls yeah. and not for right, guys, right. I think it's something that we have to – that's not gender specific. We yeah. have to have a conversation in that regards. But I do know that if anyone in my house was caught twerking, <laughs> bruh. That was actually really nice. Dad let daughter <laughs> run away. Like, <laughs> I would have had people track us down, you know? Yeah. So it's just interesting. It's just we, we've moved as a society in two different directions on two different topics where twerking has become okay and beatings have not. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just I think it's just different different cultures. People growing up in different cultures, different ideas of, of what is okay and what's in it or, and, and what isn't, you know? Uh, moving on from this, uh, something <laughs> a lot a lot lighter and pretty funny. Uh, a girl comes home from school and tells her mom about her day, and it leads to be quite a funny story. So, this boy in our class, he pooped his pants, and um, in your class? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> he pooped his so pants, big. and um, he didn't know it, or he was trying to act like um. Uh, like, uh, he was trying to act like he didn't do it, but... For those not, listening like, on the podcast, it's a cute, so, like, young black girl who's lesson. just come home from her um, day at school. We're looking at her being in 6th or 7th grade at the shit. most, and, and she's come home and she's had... Fourth grade. Boys laughing, um, Possibly. Like yeah. See, how they'll get you shit. with how old they look. You're not getting me, but... The concept is, I just, I thought she was older because of the maturity that she has and the language that she's using. I left inside. That ain't nice. Would you want somebody laugh at you if you shit? I would want to know if I shit. See, that's that's (laughs) why I gave her a little older, sixth or seventh grade. There's a lot of personality. How do you not know if you shit? I don't know. And um, when Miss Morrison walked by him, um, she, she asked him if he had to go to the bathroom, and he said no. But then the next time she walked across him, mm. he said, she said, go to the bathroom. And then in the hallway, she said, go to the nurse's office. Take, <laughs> Did you uh, see the shit? But she could smell it. How you know he shit, though? It smelled like you when you shit. Oh, and she drops the bar. And that's what the, the whole point of the video is that she goes back at the mom. Now, there's, there are a 
whole lot of discussion online regarding, A, the story is actually very funny. But would you let your preteen daughter use the word shit and curse the way that this mother did in front of the daughter? <sighs> I mean, I was allowed to use the word shit in my household. Same. Shit was An a ass. very common thing. Where And it's also because of, once again, the difference in cultures. Yeah. It was just shit was okay. There were a lot of words that were not, but shit wasn't on that list. Yeah, it was okay for us too. I mean, I couldn't say it like at my parents or something. You know, of course, if it I was in be like, like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't that. But I don't remember when you first started like swearing, yeah. or, and you know, you thought you were really cool. Like I got in so much trouble in middle school when I was like, when I first started saying the f word, I'd like drop it all the time, and they're like, Abby, like what are you doing? <laughs> like stop, it's not appropriate. But I think shit's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's. It seems like that's what that's if she's okay with her daughter doing that. That's that's what they want to do. I mean, I wasn't allowed to say those things around my family yeah. when I was that age. I, th- that's what we were talking. We were talking about. I don't know how old she is. That's what stood out to me yeah. in that video because she seems young to me. Yeah, and the way that they were using that word was so common. Yeah, it was. I think that was one of the most interesting parts of this video to me personally. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't like my child to talk like that in front of me. No, and I think it's like, but it's also like, when do you decide what age? Like, oh, you're in fifth grade now. You can say shit. Like, you know, I don't know. But I also think it's cool to have a dynamic with your child where they're not hiding things. Mm Because then I think that will escalate in the future with, like, more serious things if they're comfortable around you. I don't know. We'll see. I don't have kids, so I don't have the answers. I know. I'm like, I'm 22 years old. I'm not, I don't have, I don't know anything about taking care of kids. So this is all just conjecture, conjecture for now. Uh, <laughs> moving moving on from this. Pull out game strong, Mike. Pull out game strong. <laughs> moving on for this one, we got another funny clip for you. It's what a a hood yeah. haunted house would be like. Yeah, a haunted house in the hood. Let's take a look at it. Damn, nigga, got me going to this haunted house, nigga. Wait, what you mean? I heard this whole scary as a nigga, bitch. Nigga, we too old for this shit, nigga. Bro, just scare me, nigga. Come on. Oh, shit, what the fuck? They got girls in here? Uh, this your baby. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. So, you see a girl just stand there. You think we scared? We'll drop your No, it's a guy in a mask. That's a 14. And he pulls out some Jordans and starts smushing them. clip of a haunted house in the hood you see and, and these are guys who do videos they go into this house and there's a baby mom and she throws the baby at the guy <laughs> he gets scared they go they see a man just om- ominously standing there in a mask and they're like you think i'm scared of you and then he pulls out some jordans and starts squishing them or some 14 start squishing them <laughs> and then they go in which are like rare really good shoes and then they go into the the garage and there's a guy's like y'all smoke yeah we smoke like you're, you're under arrest. arrest and they run so it's just a fun it's good humored yeah i like that the, the 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 thing that i thought though of is i don't know if you or if you any of you collect sneakers the thing is, I think people would actually react like that. I've seen people go crazy. I don't get the whole shoe thing. Well, do you have any nice things? You know why? And I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the only people I've ever seen with dirty white shoes are white people. Like, I, agree, I don't know I what it is you. about that. Yeah, but I was like, now I'm, looking, dirty now I'm looking white at mine. Shoes. It's like, um, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful <laughs> like to it the really shoe. Is. I was like, I think I wore a, sh- a pair of shoes normally that I've had for like three years. It grosses me out, actually. Like, and I, I don't, I'm not gonna go and say like it's only white people that do it, but like I remember, gro- like I don't know, my parents were like, shoes are like those are, 
when you step out of the house, you're representing yourself. So when you're stepping out of the house and like people walk on the backs of their shoes and stuff like that, oh my god, it's horrible. Horrible. I agree. Okay. Well, I don't know saying. if I would go that far, but I'm that's how saying. I felt. Yeah, it's tough, but I, I love that clip. Um, moving on now, we're going to go to our, our last clip, our last clip of the day. Teron, what do you think we should, what, do, what should we end on today? Well, I mean, there's this one clip, especially in the honor of Halloween. We have a clip of a Halloween mask. Uh, I like that one. makeup artist, Julie, who has different types of masks, and it's possibly the scariest things I've ever seen. So... I've never done Halloween like this. So now you see, and her, it looks like her face is literally pulling off. And oh my God, it's it a mask peels off a mask. And a, yeah. And it's, it's just makeup. She's done makeup with it and used certain things, but it looked like you could see the muscles under her skin. Now she looks like a zombie. Now she has a cross and her teeth are visible and her tongue. And I don't know how she does this, but it's all makeup and makeup tutorial. And she loves to experiment with different styles of makeup which is if you met this professional makeup artist in a dark alley looking like this you would definitely run in the other direction she's she's a very attractive fun person with a fun personality and then she uses all this different techniques of makeup on herself mind you it's not like someone else is doing this to her which i've always thought was fascinating when we watch makeup videos she's doing this to herself comfort of your home right? i have seen makeup <laughs> videos i think the tutorials especially because they're so popular and for the different shows that i've done yeah because some of us work in hollywood and the concept <laughs> is i watch it to and 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 speak on it i used to there used to be a young lady michelle fan and she did makeup videos and i used to be on her network and i would watch a lot of these makeup videos and i was like that was that's always interesting that girls could do this while they're driving by the way but <laughs> So for anyone who's like, women are bad drivers, best drivers on the planet. They do so much as they're driving. I try to change the song and I die, right? (laughs) So she's just doing this to herself and the makeup is impeccable and it's amazing. And it's all stuff that technically we can all do. And it always fascinates me to watch people with a talent. But she's drawing on her teeth on her own lips and they look like real teeth. They do. It's so good. She's amazing. I mean, it's just insane that she can do that to herself. You know, you know, because I just, I just started wearing makeup the other day for TV news stuff, and I, I, sure. I, I can't even put on foundation right. Uh, like, Mike, we don't I, judge, bro. <laughs> Listen, this is a safe space. This is a, this is a no judgment zone. Yeah. So you don't have to create a story of why. We just know. We just wish Teron wore makeup. You, you know? know. Oh, thank, thanks. I appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, that's 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 crazy. Mad, mad respect to her. That's true. I do give her a lot of respect. Props. I would definitely be scared if I saw her in a dark alley. I would be scared if I saw (laughs) Abigail in a dark alley without makeup on. Can we? (laughs) That would be. (laughs) Yeah, it's great, guys. (laughs) That'd be fun. Scares me all the time. Well, scares me all the time. Unfortunately, that's all the time we've got for today for this episode of World Star Weekly. Uh, my name's Michael Patterson. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Pat News. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-T-T-N-E-W-S. Abigail, where can we find you? Thanks for joining us, guys. You can find me on all social media at Abigail double underscore AF. And in alleys without makeup and on. And my name is Tehran. Find me at I am Tehran all across the board. That's I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. Thank you so much for watching. We love reading your comments below. So make sure to share and subscribe and tell all your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends. World Star Weekly is here to stay. Awesome. And be sure to check us out next week, next Sunday, 4 o'clock, for the next list of videos that we got for you from World Star Weekly. See you guys. 
from executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.